0: February 25th, Ruth, chapter 1, verse 19 through chapter 2, verse 18. So the two of them went on until they came to
1: Bethlehem. And when they came to Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the women said, Is this Naomi? She said to them, Do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara at the beginning of the barley harvest. Now Naomi had a relative of her husband's, a worthy man of the clan of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go to the field and glean among the ears of grain, after him in whose sight I shall find favour. And she said to her, Go, my daughter. So she set out and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And she happened to come to the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was of the clan of Elimelech. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem. And he said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered, The Lord bless you. Then Boaz said to his young man, who was in charge of the reapers, Whose young woman is this? And the servant who was in charge of the reapers answered, She is the young Moabite woman who came back with Naomi from the country of Moab. She said, Please let me glean and gather among the sheaves after the reapers. So she came, and she's continued from early morning until now, except for a short rest. Then Boaz said to Ruth, Now listen, my daughter. Do not go to glean in another field or leave this one, but keep close to my young women. Let your eyes be on the field that they are reaping, and go after them. Have I not charged the young men not to touch you? And when you are thirsty, go to the vessels and drink what the young men have drawn. Then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to him, Why have I found favour in your eyes, that you should take notice of me, since I am a foreigner? But Boaz answered her, All that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband has been fully told to me. And how you left your father and mother and your native land and came to a people that you did not know before, the Lord repay you for what you've done and a full reward be given you by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Then she said, I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, for you have comforted me and spoken kindly to your servant, though I am not one of your servants. And at mealtime Boaz said to her, Come here and eat some bread and dip your morsel in the wine. So she sat beside the reapers, and he passed to her roasted grain, and she ate until she was satisfied, and she had some left over. When she rose to glean Boaz instructed his young men, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves, and do not reproach her. And also, pull out some from the bundles for her, and leave it for her to glean, and do not rebuke her. So she gleaned in the field until evening. Then she beat out what she'd gleaned, and it was about an ether of barley. And she took it up and went into the city. Her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned she also brought out and gave her what food she would left over after being satisfied
0: the cost of love paul e miller everyone loves ruth's covenant of love to naomi where you go i will go ruth chapter 1 verse 16. Countless couples have used it for their wedding vows, all well and good, but what happens if the other person stops loving you? What happens when your love becomes only one way? After Ruth makes that stunning commitment, she immediately begins to bear the weight of love. For starters, how about a thank you from Naomi for one of the greatest, most beautiful commitments of love anyone has ever made? Nope. Just painful silence. What about being introduced as Naomi walks with you through the gates of Bethlehem? Nope, more silence as the pain intensifies. What about thanks to God for this amazing commitment of Ruth's, so that Naomi is not alone? No, nothing there either. Naomi just rails against God even as Ruth stands there right next to her. What about some help the next day when Ruth goes out to get some food? No, she just sits there. What about some guidance as to what field to go to, maybe even some background information on powerful relatives who might help? Nothing. Nada. You're on your own, baby. Ruth cheerfully and without bitterness bears the weight of living with a depressed and at times bitter old woman. She shows us how not to be ruled by our feelings, by our desire for comfort. There is something oddly attractive about not living for your feelings. It is actually freeing not to be buffeted by how other people treat you. No longer are you ruled by the other person's response, but by Christ. If this sounds impossible and far beyond our reach as men, it is, But such weakness on our part need not lead to despair, for we have the promise of an indwelling Holy Spirit who is at work in us to equip us and empower us to love in ways that this world knows nothing of. In this way, the Beloved is blessed and all glory goes to God.